The opinions expressed on this show are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily represent those of Funeral Radio's management or sponsors. Welcome to the Green Burial Radio Program, a show preparing your funeral home for the growing number of families wanting more eco-friendly funeral services. Brought to you by Funeral Radio. And now your hosts, Joe Seahe and Sherry Wolf. Welcome to the Green Burial Radio Program. My name is Joe Seahe, and I'm here today with Pete McQuillan from Penn Forest Natural Burial Ground in Pennsylvania. Welcome to the show, Pete. Thank you. I'm usually uh, joined by Sherry Wolf, who is a licensed funeral director from California, and she's not able to make it today. Uh, Pete, we've talked for a, a number of years and started to talk before you even created Penn Forest, and a lot of people um, out there have heard things about green cemeteries um, and what it really uh, it takes to get a project off the ground. I don't think people know quite how much work goes into uh, doing what you've done, and um, I just want to say, first of all, you, you've approached it in such a, a methodical uh, uh logical way and you built i think a really a model green burial ground out there and congratulations for for doing that uh i thought we should talk today about how the project has been perceived um by the the funeral service community i know you've done more outreach probably than any operator of a green cemetery op out there really trying to get buy-in what 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 lessons have you learned about how uh, funeral directors and the funeral service industry uh, regard green burial. Well, I think uh, I think at Penn, in Pittsburgh, especially, we have a, a pretty conservative community. They don't they don't like new ideas. In general, that's true of just our business community here. Uh, even more so among the funeral directors, uh, it's always amazed me how many funeral directors don't even have websites or think they need to do anything for marketing. So it's it's a it's a uh, it's been a push, but uh, little by little, uh, we've made some progress. Uh, I probably have about five funeral homes right now that I work with. Uh, out of I don't know how many are in our area, maybe a hundred. So that's taken a long time to get to to five. Uh, and we've one funeral home has done all of our burials. Uh, and that funeral home also happens to be one that does uh, a lot of a lot of interesting stuff. They are the low price cremation guy. They have two funeral homes in town, and they they sell cremations for uh, seven nine, seven hundred ninety dollars on a pre need basis. And uh, should I mention the name of the funeral home? Sure. So, this is uh, Delazandro Funeral Home, and uh, Dan and I have become great friends, and he's he believes in what we're doing and. Uh, he sees it as a future, even though he sells really hundreds of cremations. He doesn't see that as a future because there's not much money in it. You know, <laughs> he's got two crematories; he's got to keep filled, and 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 he's got the overhead from that. So he, I don't think he's making a lot from that. He sees green burial as a way to go to get to convert maybe some cremation families over to a uh, a, a method that uh, makes a little more for him. Yeah, but I mean, but he doesn't charge that much. I mean, uh, 
we we have other certified green funeral homes in town that charge many times what he charges. So uh, uh, it's uh, anyway that's been a good relationship. I've had funeral homes that uh, that have turned people away because they they figure if they give an inch, they give a mile. They don't want to do green burial. You know, it's so funny. It, the 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 funeral directors who are like that are the same ones I think that helped usher in direct cremation, which, by the way, doesn't really exist anywhere in the world outside of the United States to any degree. <clears throat> I'm talking to you today, Pete, from Australia. And uh, when my father-in-law died a few months ago, I was told that they didn't want a funeral to may help make arrangements. And so I looked into a direct cremation. I came back to my mother-in-law, and she was mortified. And she said, well, what do you mean? We're, we, we have to have the casket there, and, and we're going to have a service in the church. And... and they didn't think uh, of it as a funeral in the same way because there was no visitation. Um, but there was a private viewing of the family where they got to dress his body. And my wife, who's a home funeral guide, uh, helped facilitate that and worked very closely with a local funeral director who was fantastic to work with out here. But it just made me realize again that um, people, um, this green burial doesn't have to go that route, but if, if funeral directors are unwilling to provide it as an option, that is what happens, and um, it's, it's too bad for everyone, really. Uh, but I don't think funeral directors in the States understand that this concept is, is quite unusual compared to what happens throughout most of the world, where people have a funeral and then essentially have cremation as a, dis, as a disposition option as opposed to interment in a cemetery. Um, but I, I, I wonder if it's ever going to go the other way in the States, and I wonder if Green Burial is going to go that route too. I guess the, uh, the answer is still unknown at this point. Yeah, well, uh, what, what I see, and I see a lot of trends around cremation in the Pittsburgh area, uh, southwestern Pennsylvania. We have a, had a big influx of online uh, uh, cremation, direct cremation services, and these people are not identified as a funeral director. They they bid they bid out the service to a number of funeral directors, and they go with the lowest price. And there are a few funeral homes that specialize in this kind of kind of group. I'm one I'm thinking of is Legacy.com, but basically um, the service they offer they you don't have to do anything but go online and give them a credit card and fill out some forms. Uh, there, you never meet the funeral director, and there has to be one involved because it's the law. But you never meet that funeral director, and you basically put your credit card in, and they come to the hospice or the hospital or nursing home, wherever the body is. They pick it up. The next thing you know, they FedEx you the cremated remains, and that's it. Direct cremation, and uh, it's happening more and more in this area. And I, I talked to a lot of funeral directors and. I say, you know, uh, how's your business doing? Well, last year I made 42 calls, and looks like I'm going to make 32 this year. And I say, well, what are you doing about that? And they say, well, I just raised my prices to cover the difference. And eventually <laughs> I think consumers are going to realize that, that that's not going to work, and, and they, they really, but, but they're missing an opportunity, and very few funeral directors understand that there is an opportunity to convert cremation families over to green burial families. Uh, all they got to do is ask them if they are interested. Doesn't take much. And you know, 
I know that's sort of a pejorative word for a lot of people to hear. I guess the, the, the idea is, you know, really funeral directors should always ask what this funeral director said to our family down here, which is, what do you want? What would you like us to do? And what would you like to do yourself? And, you know, how can I be of service without, you know, bringing in any, um, any, any pressure or, or, or guilt or, or making people feel like they, uh, should do anything out of a sense of decency. It's, um, it's something that I think uh, people in, in, in any field who've been trained properly understand. I also think that uh, in this industry, I think supply companies have, have created a disconnect between what's going on you know, in, 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 in the minds of the public and what they want and what um, they have been able to get funeral directors to perceive people want. You know, green burial is certainly going to be a threat to chemical casket and vault companies and I guess a lesser threat to companies, funeral directors who sell those things. But if funeral directors are really just trying to meet what the market wants, they're going to listen to the market, not argue with it, and certainly not listen to their supply companies. But I've been told over and over again, including by one of the leading market research firms, that if given the chance, funeral directors will tend to listen to their suppliers more than their their their, their customers, their families, and that's a. Uh, that's got to change. That that the, and I would say the funeral directors that I work with are not that way, and they do listen to families. But the the one thing I hear from a lot of times from funeral directors is, well, uh, when I talk about green burial, they say, well, nobody's ever asked for it. And I said, well, did you ever offer it to them and let them know it existed? I think you know people will ask for it if they know it is an option. If they don't know it's an option, they won't ask for it. How could they possibly? I, I hear that all the time, too, and I always say, how many times have you ever gone into a restaurant and ordered something that you didn't see on the menu? Have you ever done that? Half of the American public doesn't even know, you know that, that this exists as an option. And, of course, the same percentage about the same percentage thinks that embalming is required for a funeral and sees cremation as the alternative, not green burial or anything else. They see cremation as their end around something that they don't want. And I, I, I really think that green burial is going to be seen and is increasingly seen as an alternative where people can have a meaningful ritual. They don't have to have that taken away. Americans, by and large, think they have to give up on ritual to have um, cremation, for example, which they don't, but they, they're not quite sure uh, of that. But I think green burial has a lot of people back on their heels and it allows families to take more control and decide what is appropriate for them and how they want to honor the dead and heal the living and invite in the divine, as I always say. And, and it's, um, it's pretty cool that the option increasingly is, uh, is, is, is coming into the mainstream. It's funny, the, 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 um, the Pennsylvania funeral directors are an interesting lot because you have, I think there's more per capita, I think I heard, than any other state. And there you have a lot of very small independents. But uh, I got a chance to meet many of them a few years ago when I spoke to the Pennsylvania Funeral Directors Association. It was on the floor for a day or two. And it was really great to have follow-up conversations because when I would speak, I think sometimes I'd be invited in um, just just to just because just to spice things up a bit but um i was impressed by some of the folks and the questions that they were asking and a couple people came up to me and said boy 
I'm glad we had a chance to talk because I kind of thought that you were working against us. And, it's, you know, we're, we're, we're working to, to meet the changing needs of families and, and the planet. And uh, you, you, you're to play a part in that, especially in Pennsylvania, where, you know, it's incumbent upon the family to a large extent to, to work with funeral directors. Um, so, you know, this is going to be going on for, I think, a lot of years, just like it did with cremation. I just hope that it doesn't go that route because um, it, it it caused way more damage to, to, than needed to be caused. And I think not only to the industry, but I don't really think the public is served by being able to be um, kind of shortchanged from participating fully in, in the ritual that they want and knowing that they can do that. Because I think we have a, a need the, the grieving process is enormously complex. And I've seen things that have told me that it, it makes a difference. Again, going back to just something I witnessed a few months ago with my father-in-law, uh, my wife wanted to, uh, he wasn't embalmed and wanted to see his body and help dress him and extended the offer to my sister-in-law. And they told my mother-in-law and she said, well, I'd like to be down there too. And um, the funeral director was very accommodating, although didn't have any kind of place to really have that viewing. And it was a casket sort of showroom where they ended up having it. But my wife, my mother-in-law said that it was really cathartic. She told my, my wife later, she said, you know, at the funeral, that wasn't sad the way I thought it would be because I knew I had seen Phil and I knew his life force wasn't there. My my wife said, I don't think my my mom's ever used the word life force, but it really had an, had an impact on her just being able to kiss him for the last time and know that he was gone. And these are the things that, you know, end-of-life rituals are there for. We don't understand loss entirely. Uh, it's a very complex process, but people need to have the space to to do what they think they need to do. And we shouldn't get in the way of that. And we shouldn't p- push people away. And that is one of the best things, I think, about green burial, that most funeral directors that are participating have had to go along with things that they may not otherwise go along with. And, and, and for the most part, have been pretty accommodating and have witnessed some incredible things because we've heard those stories, those same sorts of stories, and I'm sure you have too, and you've seen that. Um, but it's going to take a lot more work, and uh, it's, we're, we're, we're... yeah, it's it, it's going to it's it's. Um, uh, I mean, I'm I'm working very hard on my at me at me business and trying to increase it, but really, uh, and and I did a I did a major program outreach program to all the funeral directors, probably about a hundred of them in our area that I thought might be candidates, and it was a pretty much a dismal failure. I got practically no traction with, with any of them. Actually, what I got was I got a, a good meeting with them the first time around, and then somebody from the local funeral directors association, I think, I'm guessing, got to them, and they completely changed their tune after I left and had no interest after that. So I, I've had that experience, and uh, so I, I really don't work with, I mean, if I can find a funeral director who who uh, think is open-minded to it? It's a rare event, but I'll definitely work with them. And if they, you know, I've talked to to your folks uh, in California, and if they've agreed that I can come in and help them 
get educational uh, for their certification. I'll be happy to do that. I, I do whatever I can, but my experience has not been good with funeral directors. They, they, uh, they don't want to hear something new, and I've had a number of funeral directors. I send them a, a, a prospect who I've sold a lot to, and they will not do a green burial. They just won't, won't do it. Wow. Well, that's... So, um, that's it's 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 as I hear those stories, I think you know it's it's hard for anyone to say that there is a a, a funeral service industry because it's so fragmented and, and and it changes you know in every part of the country and then within markets you, you know in those 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 states. Um, I think that you've done a fantastic job in Pennsylvania, given what you've been up against. And I have to tell you, there are other places where. Um, funeral homes are probably the biggest allies that some uh, green burial ground operators have in educating the public about this option, and they work very closely, as you know. And then there are situations when there's nothing but um, animosity or enmity, but and that it's just it's just odd, and it's not for a lack of trying, as you said. Um, I've heard stories similar to yours, Pete, of going out there and tr- trying to lay down a foundation for receptivity, and uh, it just doesn't take in some places. But I, I think it will. And uh, I always think of that, that quote from the Roman statesman Seneca, that the fates lead the willing and drag the unwilling. And uh, some people are going to just get dragged into this, and some people make it less of a drag. Uh, but, yeah. but keep up the great work, and thanks for spending time uh, sharing uh, your experience over there. And... Um, We'll have you back again and hear about updates maybe next year. But uh, we're 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 doing better. And you were talking about natural allies. It's turning out that I'm getting a lot more from um, elder law attorneys are promoting me now. Uh, hospice workers are promoting me now. Uh, some of the uh, continuing care retirement communities and nursing homes are promoting me. So I'm getting a lot of uh, direct promotion to the families of terminally ill people, and and that's going to turn into people opting for green burials. And unfortunately, for the existing funeral homes, there's only about three or four or five of them that are going to get that business. The others are just turned their back on it, and I'm sorry about that, but <laughs> I'd be glad to work with them. So <laughs> whenever they're ready. That's right. Thanks again for making the time today, and uh, we'll, 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 we'll check in again, and best of luck over there. Take care, Joe. Bye-bye.